1: Welcome to Adulting. My name is Jordan Carlos. I am joined as always by my co-from-go, Michelle Buto. What's up, Michelle?
0: You know what's going on. Nothing. Ain't shit going on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going on? I just saw you have what appeared to be some lovely sushi, though. Like, you you do yourself <laughs> right at lunch. I feel like you know, like lunch is an important part of self-care to you. Not so much to me. I'm a grazer.
0: I think food in general. You know what's really sad is that I have a friend... Who I met in college who I love she didn't like food she didn't like hmm. pasta, she didn't like like brown stewed chicken like she didn't like she didn't want to try anything she just didn't want right. to try and then we started to travel as we got our income tax checks <laughs> <laughs> and we would use them to go somewhere for a week or two to Argentina or France or you know and as we were traveling like you don't have any choice but to eat what is there mm-hmm. And everything is delicious, right. you know, I mean, of course, you know where to get like, you know, that government mac and cheese that looks like it's definitely chemically like flavored. but like just delicious food. I think that is such a um, it's like if you love yourself, then you know, you should put good things in your mouth. Hey, yo, that's how you say <laughs> Mary. But she didn't even like tomatoes till she went to Italy, and then she tasted what a tomato was like. Mm. Mm. And now she will, you know, shop from little farms upstate New York and stuff like that. So all this to say, yes, I like good food. And sometimes I don't even want good food. I just want something a little natty Once in a while, you just want something a little natty. But then you have it. You're like, <laughs> I didn't need this Captain Crunch. My mom was right. You know, my mouth is cut up and I feel mm, type two. <laughs>
1: Do you feel a type of way type two? Is that what you feel? Yes, I don't know, the cut-up was good though in the mouth That delivers the sugar all the better
0: <laughs> I
1: will say this Have you been with that lame friend traveling Where they're, li- I've been traveling With a lame friend, I was in Brazil And they were like, let's go to The Chili's In Brazil, no, I was like No,
0: why do people do that?
1: I don't, I don't know, I don't know
0: Yeah, no, I, and I'm I couldn't be married to someone like that. Like I'm married to the low budget. Like I want to be like Anthony Bourdain and I want to go to like he wants a story with the town and the grandma's recipe that was handed down from the like you know, he wants to be like is this cardamom? Like he loves that stuff. Oh, you know what? I feel like you love that shit too. You guys yeah. have We've gone on vacation together. Absolutely.
1: I, I bond with your husband over like exploring new foods, new things. But it's all—it's also all, all, all a part of the 80-20 thing. Like is that, is the 20% of like not wanting to try new foods. If the 80% of the person is like great, but they don't want to try new foods. What do you think? Is it a deal breaker?
0: What? First of all, as a dyslexic person, I am hella
1: confused. What was that question? Eighty-twenty. 20 Like people are like. If you match with somebody, Mm -hmm. you match with somebody, four out of five things you match with them on, but one out of five you don't, is it worth chucking them for? No. Okay. It's
0: never going to be perfect. And plus, shit changes. Yeah. You know, every two to five years, you should be changing Mm -mm. your furniture, (laughs) perhaps where you live. You're in a new place in your life. Yeah. And that's exciting. And then you meet new people from that place in your life. But you know that song that we used to sing in the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts, Make New Friends But Keep the Old? Oh,
1: yes. Yes.
0: One is silver the and the other is gold. gold. That's right. Yeah.
1: Do it. Okay, speaking of changes, your husband now owns a boat. Ooh,
0: okay, Segway. Come speaking on. Speaking of changes, he
1: owns a boat, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he <laughs> just got a boat. I'm married to a white European man. Of course, he has a boat and skis and wants to fly a kite when the wind is right because he's got an app for the wind. You know, he wants to he wants to harvest oysters and look at whales. And he got a book of ants and uh, to learn the ants on the island and the fish. It's like, all right, I'll be over here filling out this W-9 like, I don't know. You know, it's it's a different way to live,
1: Okay. <laughs> but it's nice. But it's nice. But it's right, also living, right? right? Right. That's beautiful.
0: Like living for me. If you would have talked to me like at thirty four, what's what is living? Living is having like a nice pair of shoes in a parking spot. <laughs> like that was me at thirty five. <laughs> wow. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's so different now. It's just so different, and that's what I'm saying. It should change.
1: It does change. A little yeah, bit. Yeah. I mean, have you steered the boat?
0: No, bitch. I can't even see. <laughs> My feet past my tits. Do you think I'm going to steer a boat? No, I don't go on a boat to drive the boat, Jordan. I go on the boat to have champagne and a lobster roll and a pet. Oh, shit. And for pictures. Okay? I don't like it too choppy. I don't want sea legs later. You know, in and out. I might even do a little dip, get my hair wet, as long as I don't see anything moving in the water. (laughs) No, no, no. Because you know what I am? Yeah, go ahead. I'm the fifth person in line at the airport. I'm the person where people are just like, that never happens. It's so weird that happened to you. No, bitch. It's not weird. It's happened my whole fucking life. That's why I choose to be safe. All right? I am I'm very exciting in other ways. You should see me when I don't have an egg or some sort of Important ingredient for something I'm making I'm like, I'll just whip it up with some Applesauce and chia
1: seeds (laughs) Bitch, I'm exciting
0: in other ways
1: Okay You are exciting in other ways I was just wondering about that That's all Listen, he's been talking about that I'm proud of him for having a boat That is the most grown thing you can do Is to own a vehicle where you can just leave The fucking continent with You know, that's that's nuts
0: Well, I mean it also is interesting when you take on a hobby that really infuses your personality. Like, you have to be a boat person. Mm. You have to be good at directions. You have to take an interest in being by yourself. Yeah. You know, it does become part of your personality and perhaps for the rest of your life. But also, if you don't like it, that's okay. You could always sell the boat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think more people should try new things if you could afford it. Because sometimes hobbies
1: are fucking expensive Oh, for sure Oh my god You know, a boat? Come on now You gotta clean it You gotta put that fuel in it You gotta dock no, it No, ma'am You know? All that No, ma'am All that
0: <laughs> You gotta flip it up Rub it down
1: <laughs> Barnacles <laughs> All that, all that
0: Yuck, yuck
1: I gotta get on that boat I'm excited to get on that boat
0: Are you a boat person?
1: I'm not a boat person But I can not enjoy a good time in a boat For sure
0: Do you want to drive a boat?
1: Um, Yeah I mean, absolutely. I'd love to drive a boat. I want to do it really well and have people be like, God, I can drive that boat. You know what I mean?
0: Do you feel pressure because you are a black man to drive a boat and, and be like the best at it?
1: No, I would only specifically want the boat to be either at Sag Harbor, Oaks Bluff, Martha's Vineyard, or the Caribbean. That's it. It's got to be the blackest... The Caribbean. The blackest part of the Caribbean. Like Trinidad, Tobago. It would have to be like... I'd pull. That's the
0: blackest part of the Caribbean? Where's the
1: blackest part? All right, Christopher Haiti? Columbus. Haiti? <laughs> right.
0: Actually, Haiti is the most African, yes.
1: Okay, then let's do it there. Let me... <laughs> chug out of Port-au-Prince and uh, do it there.
0: Port-au-Prince is actually just more to the east. You have to go to the west. Sort of like where my dad is from, Kai. My dad is actually from a beach town called Lakai. Oh and wow. uh, I just love that the Fugees is just like the one-on-one for anything ICN because uh, there is so, there's a shout-out in one of the songs. It's just like, I do what I do with my crew from Lakai. Oh, I'm just like, yeah. Dad. That's what that is? Yes, that's where my dad is from, yes. And anybody that knows Haiti, mainly mm, a Haitians or that one white person that just loves to build toilets and tell me (laughs) about it. Every time they're like, what's your last name? And I'm like, Buteau, they're like, I can see it's the round face and the light skin. It's just like, yes, now you fucking know everything. Mm. So all all of them, we got the roundest faces. I mean, mine is more heart, let's be honest.
1: Uh, Beautiful cheekbones. They come into place.
0: But what about your family reunion? If I go to Texas, am I just going to see... Like different versions of- Of me?
1: No, be- yeah. because my mother's the one that has the family reunions. My father's side does not. My dad's family is scattered to the four winds. If you go to my mother's family reunion, it's a bunch of long-limbed Mississippi folk um, with high <laughs> cheekbones. And you can see the Cherokee in us and the Choctaw in us.
0: I love—your mom looks like an ex-model.
1: Oh, thank you. Una Morella. Yeah, like, she looks like that. My aunt looks <laughs> like that. Everybody everybody out here looking good. I love They're it. They looking right. Yeah, the ladies live a long— Long time in my family. I love that. Your sister's not tall, though. She's not, but she's got a huge personality. So you think that she's taller than she appears. That's
0: right. She presents tall. Yes. She presents she's tall. She's
1: also not afraid of a, of a chunky heel to take her up another five to six inches. That's that's her energy.
0: That's drag queen energy, honey. Yes.
1: Yes. She's always stunting on them hoes. Like, she, she lets you know what's going on. But, yeah, my sister is tall for a lady. But I like I like people that— <laughs> What a controversial— I know. I like people that stand on their personality. Like, my wife— Definitely, like, Mm -hmm. stands on her personality. You think that she's, like, maybe five, six, but she's—that little firecracker might be—that sparkler might be five, two to five, three tops. Tops. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. You know what's really fun? Watching her water ski. Because I'm like, you (laughs) gotta—you gotta be that—you gotta be that short. Yes. To water ski and got them that cool. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? The cool. Yeah. And not too far away from the water because, like I said, I can't even see my titties. How am
1: I supposed to water <laughs> ski?
0: You know, my whole body might be buoyant, but I'm going to slap the shit out of that water with my face. Oh, my God. And I'm not ready. And we already know I can't lose a tooth because freckles, big titties, <laughs> big hair, missing tooth, too much character.
1: Too much. Personal. Too
0: much character. <laughs> That should be the name of my next special Too Much Character Speaking of character Oh my god Are we mall cops? Because we got nothing but segues Very excited to get to our guest for this episode mm-hmm. I mean I don't think I've seen him in fucking forever But really? you just saw him quite recently And for a very long time Absolutely Tell us about it
1: Jordan Almost every damn day he's my co-worker You know what I mean? I'm excited to bring him on Such a funny guy
0: Tell us what the work is from that you co-together
1: Our guest coming up is my coworker co-star on our series Everything's Trash on Hulu. Moses brought so much to this show. It was almost like having an on-set writer. The amount of improv and twists and little takes that he had within the scene were so fantastic to watch. And He's like almost like If the basketball is jokes He's like Steph Curry with it And could just like dish and swish And I love watching him work I love working with him
0: Oh my god You sound like a best man at a wedding This is amazing Also he's got the coolest name You said his first name But we didn't catch the last name What's his name? His name
1: Because the storm is coming Moses Storm (sighs) Oh
0: Yahweh. Yahweh.
1: Moe says Moses in the building.
0: Moses, the last time I saw you, I feel like, was years ago at Eric Andre's birthday party. Am I crazy?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Like, is that a fever dream?
2: Yeah. It's not It's not the usual industry party, at an Eric Andre party. There's so much happening that he really goes all out. It's like the closest thing that we have to... Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner party, but it's just yeah. like uh, he hires... <laughs> Performers that you would never hire? Like
0: naked people. Yeah, like just people to walk around naked. There was a lady with sushi on her yeah. body. Jello wrestling. Yes, I slipped and almost like broke my ankle. It was Ooh. I want to say it was chocolate pudding.
2: That's what it was. And that's just on the line to get in, like the check-in line outside. It was just jello and pudding wrestling. I
0: <laughs> I think birthdays are meant to be celebrated, but wow. Yeah. Like to have your birthday be like Coachella every year is just crazy.
2: (laughs) It's a lot of pressure. I, I, yeah, I personally like it because no one is, no one's asking, like, hey, what are you working on there? Because there's so many things to talk about that you never really have to uh, open up or say anything about what you're doing or how you feel. It's just like, that's crazy. Look at that.
0: I love that though. Yeah. That's the reason why I don't like going to parties especially with co-workers or whatever we're calling each other. Because when people are like, what are you working on? I'm like, myself. Bye, the patriarchy. Later, bitch. Taxes, always. Right. What's like one question that gets your goat?
2: Oh, it is like, so what are you working on right now? Because... For me, that means there's there's like eight things I should be doing, mm. uh, should be further along on, should have accomplished. So now I have to one, think about that. And now I have to phrase it in a way that sounds like I'm accomplishing that for not only you, but for, for myself and mm. like a way that I'm okay with knocking everything down. Oh,
0: it's the worst. Also, like if you're doing stuff, like you have to somehow sound like you aren't bragging about it if you're doing stuff. Yeah, like we can't be proud of our accomplishments. You know, we have to be like, well, I think I, it's it's so annoying. Like I just hosted a meatball party and I'd love a fake competition for real friends. Oh. Because we're not allowed to be competitive anymore. We're not allowed to be like, yeah, I fucking want this. Yeah, I was like really fucking good. Like, I I don't really see anyone doing that in public except for like Joe Rogan. Sorry.
2: And you have like 85 jobs at once. So it's, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. Which which one are you talking about? What show are you talking about? You talking about the Netflix? (laughs) I'm sure you're talking about my own Netflix special. you talking about the new show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but you're no stranger from doing the most too. Moses, like when we uh-huh. were sh- we were shooting this show, man. Moses would be like, "Dude, I got to get down to the cellar." We'd be in the middle of <laughs> we'd be in the middle of a scene. He's like, "I got to be at the cellar in five minutes." It's like, "Oh Lord, let's all get our lines." Yeah. right. Oh then.
2: my goodness! Not the common cellar. I'm building a, a doomsday shelter.
1: Yeah, doomsday shelter. Yeah, you had to. Absolutely. You had to shore up the walls. Get them coupons. Get them coupons.
2: Yeah. Well, we were wrapping up the other Paramount Plus show, doing ADR for that, trying to move across the country to live here and then still trying to do stand up and put together the next show.
0: Did you say we?
2: We as like the collective, like we as the crew, you know, I'm being gracious.
0: Okay. I was like, is there a dog? Is there a cat?
2: What do you mean we? there's no cat. Just a lonely man in a sky tower with
1: all the windows. <laughs> okay. So you because you had to you had to leave your apartment, as I recall. You were like, dude, I gotta leave this place in four hours that I've been living in. You were on the upper west. Where are you now?
2: Oh, you, uh no, never upper west. Get out of here. I can't do that.
1: Oh, the West Village. You were in the West Village, my bad.
2: Yeah. It's even busier. Um it's <laughs> Airbnb does not work in New York City right. on purpose. It's it's the most difficult. Uh, real estate, 16 miles that you could imagine. And there's all these different laws. So it is almost impossible to move here last.
0: Yeah, I think it's to protect renters because then it's just so hard to find a place that you can afford. And so if you're just renting a place for months on end, it's like, well, where do people
2: go? The Bronx. Absolutely. And then the show that, we, that we're we filming out here, happened to be filming at the busiest time of the year which is when everyone moves out here. Right. Yeah. Of, uh, what time is that? Uh, it's spring. It's like white girls from Santa Barbara and La Jolla with their dad's credit card. So they can just put it a in their apartment <laughs> immediately.
0: Ah. Uh. Uh, get that white claw ready. Truly. Brittany and Taylor are fucking coming. Are yeah. you seeing Rose all day, bitch? Getting back to the questions that I do not like at a party. Yes. It's two, it's two, it's two. It's like, oh, can we meet so I can pick your brain about something? Oh, yes. No, bitch. Figure it out like I fucking had to do. Oh, get my dumb god, Basic, bitch. Like, I can't like, or like, I want to do stand up, but I want to make money. I'm like, then why Why? are you here? Oh my God. Just be funny. Just be funny. Uh, But like the pick, like, I don't mind sharing information or experiences, but like when someone specifically is just like, tell me how to do something. I'm like, no, figure it out yourself. I know what you're
2: asking for. Yes. I, oh my God. I'm so glad you brought that up. I guess that's my least favorite one. Because you are asking mm-hmm. something out of me. If I'm busy, it's like, well, now I have to go do this thing. And I know what you're asking yeah. for. And you're essentially asking for a shortcut. You're asking not yes. do the work, especially if it's yes. stand up. How do I get where you are? How do I get contacts in the city? Uh. It, you, you go eat shit at open mics. You go do the thing that anyone could find on, on, on some terrible blog. That's how old it is. Some, yeah. so some blog. And you go and you eat shit and then you meet people and then the the friends that you perform stand-up with and eat shit with, they will start their own show. They will get you on that show <laughs> you will get bigger acts.
0: That's right. It's a tale as old as time. Come on, Disney. You know what's up. I mean, I feel like the only time I don't mind hearing secrets or like, this is how I do it, is probably like... Not even marital, like probably marital advice. And it's just more like a we're in this together type of shit. You know what I mean? Because when people are just like, what's the secret? I'm like, there is no secret. If there were, it's a fucking secret.
2: When you first started stand up, because I just want to talk to you about this marriage question. But uh, when you first started stand up, did you ask anyone that was already like working or successful? Did you ever ask for advice or can I pick your brain?
0: Fucking never not once. I just figured it out myself. In fact, I did have two friends, Rebecca Donahue and Irene Bremis, when I was doing bringer shows way too long, what? like second year and still doing bringer shows. Like, what am I doing? They sweetied me in a corner. They were just like, sweetie, sweetie, sweetie in a corner. Just like had, it was like my little intervention. They're like, stop doing bringer shows. You're too good for this. So I have had friends like stage like an emotional intervention <laughs> for a bitch because I'm just like, this is the thing you do. And I, I always have to wear a black shirt and jeans, because I had a good set that one time I wore it, so I'm going to keep doing it, so people take me seriously. Yeah. And then it's all about finding your voice, whatever the fuck it is that you want to do. It doesn't just have to be stand-up, but I've had friends give me unsolicited advice where I'm just like, I'll take it. But no, I figure it out my on my fucking own. I couldn't imagine asking somebody, what's the secret ingredient in the special sauce? Make your own fucking sauce!
2: Exactly, that's the secret ingredient.
1: I feel like you two are on the fence about like a good brain pick with people.
2: <laughs> Specific not helping. It's the pick your brain. Can I take time out of your day, sit with you, and ask you questions that I could find on Google or at the thousands of comedy podcasts? But if you ask to open for me, I have a 95% return rate that you will open for me at one point. Yeah. That is yes, you want to you want stage time, I totally get that. You want to see how someone works for a little bit. Absolutely, you're allowed to do that. And that 95% return rate on that. But not something about talking about working.
1: Right. Also at parties, I think we run out of road conversationally, like knowing what to say to people. Because the most energy is spent, at least in my book, I spend most of my energies trying to get there. Like, the logistics of getting there, like, <laughs> To the party? God. Yes, to the party. What to bring. Oh,
0: my God. You're like every Tina Fey and Steve Carell movie. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah.
1: Aren't y'all like that? I mean, like, listen, like, by the time I get there, I'm like, that's why people talk about, they talk about traffic. They're just like, oh, yeah, I had to take the fucking this to the that to the this.
0: I'm in my mid-40s. Like, I don't even go to parties anymore. I just have them. Do you know what I mean? Right. I want to use my own toilet when I've been having too much rosé and take a little nap on that toilet. And know that I wake up in a safe place.
2: Yes, it's great. You don't have to go anywhere. It's your All your stuff's there. Yes. But at the end of the night, what's the graceful way to say, (laughs) like, I'm tired, let's call it everyone.
0: Oh, my goodness. I mean, you've met me. I'm just like, you got to go. We did it. We did it. You got to go. Or I'm going upstairs. Feel free to stay. I'm going to go. But for the most part, people go. And then what I realized, too from hosting and being an adult is booking cleaning the next day. Mm. You got to book someone to come and clean. So you don't want to be hungover with fucking dirty feet, you know, (laughs) trying to put the pieces together of why the chicken wings are in the fucking bathroom garbage and shit. You you don't even just hire someone and it's a beautiful. You just sit on the couch or whatever the fuck you got to do.
2: So you need stairs and you need a cleaning person. So I guess money. Yes. (laughs) Yes <laughs> how do you gracefully get people out of your party at the end of the night as an adult and the answer is money
0: <laughs> I mean I think I, I like to I like to Maximize the fucking time, right? So there's like a good four-hour window with the party, and you've and you yeah. have a good time. The music's pumping, the food is hot, the drinks are cold. We're all checking in, we're all doing our fucking jokes and telling the stories. Blah, 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 blah. And and then don't have a lot of food. <laughs> run, out of food
1: run out of food. Run out of food.
0: You run out of food. The food's done. You gotta go.
1: Like, that's amazing. That's another
0: thing too. You run out of plates. Never have all the plates. Like run. You just run out of shit. Oh no! The party's over.
1: I think a cake. A cake is a nice exclamation point to the end. It's a nice punctuation, right? A cake is mm-hmm. a good punctuation. Like oh, dessert? yeah, dessert. Like uh, they've got the cake. I guess it's time to go. With <laughs> like cake, just ends everything.
0: That's a good punctuation. Oh, my God. Fuck yes. I just got a sheet cake. You don't need money for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of ways you can have fun and have no money. When I was broke like a motherfucking joke, joke I would take um, a blanket to the park, Central Park, and I would just ask friends to each bring a side dish. And we would just have a bunch of sides. No one could afford wow. the protein. Rotisserie chickens are the only thing that have come down. Okay? Everything yeah. else has gone up. Rotisserie chickens are so. You think you're going
2: to sleep in the park. I take a
1: blanket? <laughs> I, like, I was like, where is this going? <laughs> like, it's a hack? Like, like, no, that's not a hack. Yeah. <laughs> I would take a stick and put it on one side.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're going to see homeless dudes, like, fucking do capoeira with, like, white pants on.
2: It's
1: great. Oh, my God. That's interesting. I'm yeah.
2: actually working on capoeira right now for a show. it's very random brought that up. But I watched a shit ton of Capoeira videos.
1: What? Wait a minute. Yeah.
0: That is wild. Wait, are you
1: doing this to defend yourself? Are you doing this to defend yourself? The cult I grew up in, one of their recruiting tactics, because we would not
2: get a lot of people just yelling with neon signs. So what they're doing now is they're doing Capoeira demonstrations in South America. And then people will crowd around and watch. And they're like, wow, sick moves while he's got the sickest moves is Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah,
1: he's got two good ones.
0: So many follow-ups. First of all, I am that bitch that would go to Capoeira and throw dot, like, just whatever kind of um yeah. coin. What Did you say cult? Yeah. Like, are you Mormon? Or I, this is a weird guessing game. Uh, <laughs> No, it was a mix of,
2: uh, Judaism and Catholicism. And it's something that they helped start with my great uncle, my parents, uh, third family, Texas, and then uh, our family in a lot of Florida, but we were in buses growing up, just like a Greyhound bus that we ripped the seats out of and we would travel around and try to get this religion started by street preaching and passing out pamphlets and yelling at people in Walmart. What was the mission? Oh, essentially it's against any, so if you looked at, you broke down the actual uh, tenets of the religion, the ideology, but oh, that's kind of like Christianity mixed Judaism. But the major thing is that there should be no pastor, rabbi, any middleman between you Mm -hmm. or God. There should be no government. There should be no school. That's why I've never been to school in my life. And hospitals were frowned against. Anything that is institutional, Yeah. You know, new world, yeah, mm. yeah, it was, uh, was a way for Satan to corrupt you. So wow, uh, and then money is bad too. It shouldn't have. It's easier for a camel to enter the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man's kingdom, 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 kingdom of heaven. So
1: here's a question: How did you then? How could you organize as a religion if every institution was evil? I mean, it seems a little. Counterintuitive. Exactly. And and how do
2: you have no
1: name of the religion? (laughs) And how
2: are the three families not communicating on the ideology? They're all on their own bus, spreading their own message of kind of the same thing and then writing each other. The answer is we had no followers. Got it. So
0: when did you, not when did you leave, but when did you have the voice like inside to say this is not good. This is not good for me. But like, because there's your family and you're like, oh, I should. Yeah. Cause I love them. They love me. But when did you know?
2: Well, never felt good growing up. Uh, I, but I, I was told like that, that's, that's this life should be hard. And you're, you're given life up for God. And then just adults would yell at my parents. of like, how could you do this to your kids? Why, why are they not in school? Why are they yelling at us under these neon signs that say you're headed for hell? So I never, there was always like, oh, this is not right. Uh, we weren't allowed to be around any kids our age or have any friends. But for me personally, was uh, I was 16 and I, and I was in love with this girl. And the way that I felt about her did not match up with the ideology of this religion or what this religion taught. And it was something as simple as like, well, the way I feel in my right, dumb chemicals is is saying that this is wrong. But I just, on a feeling level, on a gut level, this is mm-hmm. this is pure. This is right. So that religion has to be wrong, and it was as simple as that.
0: This is so wild because I feel like I meet so many people, and this is such a unique experience. But it happens more than we think. Yeah. And so, I'm. Do you ever? I mean, I don't even know how to say it, but say it. But like go back and try to save kids
1: save like your your maybe your siblings or your siblings still caught up with the cult itself
2: well, i'm just like proud of them that they're still alive because obviously people went through some real rough times leaving i think the hardest thing right is not us as kids i think growing up like the cult was just like ah, that's some embarrassing thing that your parents do the hard part is now being an adult mm-hmm. and um trying to learn how to interface with the world, not having these sh- same shared experiences with people. Like, remember that kid in middle school? No, I don't.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember,
2: you know, so or our, the hardest thing is, is intimate relationships. I feel like I can bullshit my way through a party or a casual friendship or a work thing. But when you really get close to someone and you have to open up and they're like, hey, why do you retreat when you start feeling things? Why do you not let me in on certain things, that's when it's like, oh, this thing really fucked us up. Mm -hmm. uh, Is very toxic and it hurts. And why why, why do I keep avoiding hospitals?
1: Well, they are terrible.
0: (laughs) I saw this quote one time because I had gone through so much shit for like five or six years. It was just fucking awful and traumatic. And then when I sort of got to a place where I wanted, where I needed to be, I didn't know how to be happy, and I was like, why can't I fucking be happy when my children are born, they're healthy, we have the home, we have, I love my, and then I saw this, and I hate to be this bitch, to be like, I saw this quote, but I do follow, like, a lot of inspirational quotes on Instagram, because it's just full of fucking, (laughs) just people, I don't know, making quesadillas, and um, (laughs) doing, the stallion TikTok videos, but, like, I saw this quote. It was, um, the tools that you need to survive will not be the ones you need to thrive. Like learn how to live differently. And I was like, oof, that hits, that hits with me because I'm like, I know how to be that person to get through it and, and weather the storm. But like, how do I get to the other side and actually enjoy where the fuck I worked so hard to be? Yeah. So that's just like, and it's every day. It's like, it's a choice. It's it, for me, at least, it feels like yeah. a choice because, like, even road rage, I've learned how to enjoy <laughs> it now, as opposed to being like, it's personal. I gotta show them. Like, oh, I, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just like, that's funny. And it's like, I just have to figure out. I don't
2: trust advice that rhymes, but <laughs> right.
0: no hip hop at all. No Kendrick Lamar.
1: <laughs> Never get high in your own supply. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so viral all the time. That's like something very simple. It's like if if it rhymes, then it's not worth a dime. And it's like, is that is that smart or is that just rhymes? Yeah. But I think what you said is actually that's actually a very useful piece of information that happens to rhyme.
1: <laughs> You also, Michelle also said Weathering the Storm, which I believe is the name of your new biography. Um, Wait, oh, I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Weathering the Storm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) A podcast from Exactly Right Media.
2: (laughs) Michelle, just add something now outside of, I guess, Instagram quotes or just positive quotes could be a thing. But is there a... Or what is the, what's the closest thing that you have to faith or a religion or some sort of uh, mm. belief in something? Because I'm at the point now; it's pretty embarrassing where I don't have anything, and I'm not okay with that. Right. I, I I'm looking for something that's TM or something that's like, well, I got some bad <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Um, some sort of faith, something to make the questions that are unanswerable palatable.
0: Yeah. I hear you. My uncle's the Archbishop of Jamaica. And so growing up in the church was a thing. And I tried to pick the good parts and the bad parts and, you know, do this, but not that. And I really came face to face with all of it when I was forced into baptizing my twins. And I'm like, I could do this, but still make it me. And the godmothers are both gay. And we were so far down the process. It was like the day before the baptism and people had flown in from Holland, from Jamaica, (laughs) from California, from Washington State. And my mom decided to tell me that day, don't introduce Carrie as Becky's wife. And I'm like, what? That's who she is. Yeah, but don't bring it up. And I'm like, I'm only going to bring it up now. And so sure enough, I was told a couple hours later that I had to pick somebody else because the church doesn't recognize this, that, and the, it was a mess. And this is why I love having Jordan in my life. He did tell me when you become a parent, you have to parent yourself. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to say they're not worthy because of who they are. And that makes them beautiful to my children who might be gay. Because you want this thing on paper for these people and for this institution that I don't even fully agree with. But there's so much that I do love. And I really had to think about what I loved, and it was community. And I have my own community. And so we ended up just doing a blessing in our backyard with a friend who was an ordained minister. And we called it a blessing and it was beautiful but I still carry around guilt about it and my mom didn't talk to me for three months and as the only child that's really fucking hard but I do feel like we grew together growing pains fucking suck but there is still a part of me where I'm just like but what am I teaching my kids like what what is it gonna be or am I gonna put them in catholic school and let them know all the terrible shit and all the fun stuff and then like tell them what like so I'm with you friend i Would love to find a place that made me feel loved, seen, whole.
1: Yeah. I mean, to that, I mean, like, it's that's a huge quandary, you know, Moses. And it's not easy, especially given what you were, especially given your upbringing. So, I mean, with that in mind, you know, it's like when you then yourself, let's say you got to raise a family and— you want to give them some kind of structure and things like that, you have to revisit the fact that you will be confronted with the trauma that you went through being raised in such a way.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? And it's really hard, which is unfair to you. But I would say, I would suggest something that I I do, you know, which is like, I have to admit, when it comes to religion, I, I usually turn on the volume on, on old JC. But um,
0: even the even the stank you got to put on JC, right. you can't even say Jesus Christ. You got to make it I know. a cartoon. I know. That's where we're at to get through it. Do you want to dance?
1: It's like I'm a comedian or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm having as much fun as I can in 2022.
0: <laughs> Said no one ever.
1: Yeah. And here's here's the thing. I feel like what you can do is, and and I've been guilty of this over the years, is like you you feel as though whatever successes you have are a mistake or sheer luck or someone was asleep on their job. So what I do now is like, you know, my therapist told me to look back over what I've done, over my resume. And then like, that makes me, I actually start to believe in myself.
0: Oh, you, and, but you said... Jordan, you say it and you mean it, Jordan
1: I do mean it, I do mean it, yeah I say it, no, I I believe, more and more I mean, it's not, I'm not saying that I'm like a hundred percent believe in myself, but like but more than I used to Mm -hmm. I definitely, I
0: see it I actually, I see the difference in you, friend and I'm I'm very proud of you
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, Moses, you are so skilled. For your religion, can we both believe in you as well? (laughs) (laughs) Sure Absolutely Uh, A small Little G God complex
0: I believe in a dress With a fucking button Jesus Christ The titties are out (laughs) Like a fleshy Fucking tsunami Listen We got questions From the audience And they ask us About adulting And we'd love to ask you Some questions You down with that? Yeah Fucking wonderful Down with that Oh, this is cute. TV in the bedroom, yes or no?
2: Ooh, uh, no. Ooh, pourquoi? But no hard and fast rule. <laughs> I think no hard and fast rule because we were so anti TV growing okay. up. And I was like, ugh, miserable. You should, like, just even if TV's the devil, whatever, your kids are going to need to know certain references, like Seinfeld. Um, but I think now you could do laptop in the bed, with yeah. basically a TV. Yeah. But that's... Especially if you're like dating someone, I think the TV is, I don't know, the bed should be its own sacred place where you do <laughs> sex times, you bond together, you make the TV Stick and the foul bed foul. just like uh, Let's not, let's disconnect okay. right away. Living I'm fine. I'm not mad at that. And, and the kitchen TV, definitely have a kitchen TV.
0: That is so old school. Not oh, everybody has kitchen a kitchen TV. TV. You used to. You used to like watch a cooking show while you were cooking. It's like, who the fuck got the time? I feel
1: like a kitchen TV though is where you hear about disasters, you know? It's always in, like- in yes. <laughs> yeah, in movies. Show that
2: the woman at home and there's yeah. no good parts of women. So it's always good cutting carrots. You yeah. you'll hear about <laughs> husband doing a high paid job. Yeah. He's gotta go fast yeah. he's gotta go yeah. even though he fills for oil. It's yeah. true. We hear about her in the kitchen. It was
1: another typical morning.
0: Did he morning. make it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Moses! What was the first movie you saw in a the theater?
2: Um, I think we saw uh, the Lost in Space movie oh, no. <laughs> at the daytime screening
1: with Matt LeBlanc.
2: Okay, or like this is like <laughs> an evil thing of the world, but we're just gonna watch it, but know that the message of this is evil, and it was. I had not seen a lot of movies, but we knew enough that that was a horrible movie. Right. Uh, You're like, that's amazing. You're
0: right. It is evil.
2: Uh, we were talking the whole time. We were the only people in there. but And it should be this thing of like, oh, shit, we're in a theater for the first time. But it was such a horrible movie that, yeah, we talked oh. the whole
1: way through. Do you remember that, though? Do you remember, like, so you remember your first bad movie, Moses. Do you remember that, Michelle? Do you remember watching your first bad movie and being like, what is this experience?
0: My first movie was E.T., but yeah, I don't know. Sorry, go on.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. No, but I'm just, it's, it's, it's such a weird feeling. Because when you're a child and you're taken to the movies, it's always like, I mean, it's fire, right? So you're taken to like Star Wars, E.T., whatever little cartoon you wanted to watch, you enjoyed it completely. But uh, your first dud, you know?
0: Heist just brought me coffee. Say hi, you What's up,
1: bud? Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, find someone like cutie. that. Find <laughs> that man. A cutie,
2: puttutie. What a cutie, puttutie.
1: Jordan, what was your dad, though? What was your dad movie? It was the first dad? It was so. Bullet... Tra- it was. I think it was Money Train. So I, I actually was lucky for a long time. Oh. <laughs> Money Train with Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. I was like, the guys from Two... You know, yeah. like, br- <laughs> the white men can't jump and Wildcats. What could possibly go wrong? It did.
0: What is that movie with Patrick Swayze? Was it Roadhouse?
1: Oh, yeah. You didn't like that?
0: That was after Dirty Dancing, right? When he started, yeah. like, getting offers. Yeah. I wanted more. Rest in power.
1: He ripped a man's throat out and... And got with Kelly Lynch in a barn. What's up? All right. So <laughs> here's the question.
0: Well, I was like 13. Anyway,
1: <laughs> I had so many feelings going on in that movie. Okay. Here's the question. And I think this actually might be really good for Moses because this is, this is somewhat, this is, I don't know, the tenor and the tone of this question is wild. I'm a 24 year old female about to move in with my 24 year old husband, and I'm freaking out. How do you live with a man? How do you. How do you plug your ingrown hairs? Pluck, I think I'm scared Pluck, yeah Yeah, yeah
0: Oh my god What a qu- Like I Have been with my husband for 13 years And just started farting in front of him Because Of the pandemic What a wild question
2: yeah, Holy shit Yeah, this is uh, I, see, I would say tread lightly Because You really shouldn't move in But With someone Until you're like Fuck it I fart in the room It's fine mm-hmm. I feel like you should before you, because you're going to be very uncomfortable and feel like you are not at home ever, if you are yeah. not close enough to someone where it's like this person has seen me shit. Why they look into my eyes? We.
0: Oh no, thank you. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, yeah. You should be your grossest self before you move in with someone. But there's no way to really Absolutely. learn that in the, at 24. So you kind of have to do it. So I wouldn't say don't do it, but know that. Yeah.
1: I don't think this person has lived with another, like, no. human being that is not their family, period. Yeah. I'm getting from this question a, a kind of like an orthodoxy. And that's what I meant for you, Moses. Like, have you? Oh. did you ever, like, in your group, were there ever people that got married, like, way too soon? Like, your sibs? that no. Are, like
2: No. So, like, one that wasn't in this thing, and it's like, you know, a total of 16 people. Was going to hell or there to corrupt you. So there was never a thought that you could ever be with someone or I'd get out of that. There was no marriage. It was like, well, how do I get past this on? Right. And how the fuck did you guys meet parents? Like, uh, yeah, that you were the last two that were saved forever. <laughs> oh, no one got hitched pretty fast out of it. Out of it. Yeah. Like they oh started goodness. having kids and being like really great parents. It's almost a spite move. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oof, oof! That hit hard. That hit hard. Um, next question. This is a spicy one. Yeah. What are your thoughts on open marriages and or couples who swing? Oh, <laughs> there's a storm coming. uh Oh, it sounds like you want me to tell you to do it. <laughs> one, I've never
2: seen hot people swing. At least, who, at least <laughs> the documentaries. It's always uh, guys with bodies you describe as brave. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> have like, a, like something that was cool when they were cool they have like a soul patch or a rat tail a lip ring right. and it's like uh, oh yeah of course that's the guy that swings and no, thank you. Both. it's never looked appealing just because the people at least the people that agree to documentaries about swinging are not the people you would hope
0: that's true patty Kaplan, come through for your girl g-string divas on hbo if you haven't seen it check it out pip some post down you know what too People, I don't go to the gym anymore. Obviously, yeah. not because of the cardio, because of the COVID. But like the locker room, it's always the people you never want to see naked yeah. that mm. have to be naked, blow drying their hair with their fucking legs That's open. It. You dumb cunt. That's it.
2: What happens in the in the <sighs> women's locker room too? I, it, I don't know if it's <laughs> a man like a man, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess I guess it goes both ways. But I think, have you ever been in a relationship and thought, wish this was more complicated? Wish there was another. <laughs> it's okay. You have the, the the 33 minutes of sex, right? Now you have another 23 and a half hours to fill with these these two people or four people.
1: So, well, I mean, it, it's something that's becoming more commonplace. There's couples and throuples more and more, and people like to, the binary is bad, right? So, it's like I think that there is a certain amount of focus being put on. On fluidity and how we then look at our own relationships, I will say that it's definitely very like it's cultural. Because when I was in Minneapolis, wow, wowza, people were definitely in multiple. I thought you were
0: going to say like Hawaii, Brazil, yeah. Minneapolis.
2: Nope. I thought you were going to nope. be
0: like the south of France.
2: You know, Minneapolis? know those are the Minneapolis? Of Front. You know, it was the cutting edge.
0: The, the Amalfi Coast, the Midwest, Thinking Minneapolis. <laughs>
1: Who comes from Minneapolis?
2: I, I uh, Prince.
1: Who's the uh, most, who's the most, exactly. Who's the, the most, most sexual fluid person?
2: Right.
1: Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. I, yes. He wasn't I, just one person. It wasn't just him. It's like that had to have, he was birthed from that. So it's like, when I went there, I was amazed, amazed really? by the number of people that, are, okay. yeah, yeah, Minneapolis, don't sleep now. Don't sleep. Look, wake Was well, this me person's up, honey. question, should I get into
2: a Thrupple or just what are your thoughts on it? Which means they're probably flirting with the idea of pitching that. Or- it is,
0: it, it is, I think it's more like a what are your thoughts on it. And um, to be honest, if this is something that you want to present to your relationship, then make a pro and con list. Definitely set boundaries and rules because... Being open is one thing, but then group sex within your marriage or relationship is another thing. Mm -hmm. And so this is a conversation. If you need to go to like a sex therapist just to have somebody weigh in. I love therapists because it feels like they're a good one feels like an interpreter sometimes. So like do that. But if you are looking to, I mean, it's so crazy because being married, I've never met so many people in open relationships, but I've never like known so many people like, in long term relationships either And if it's just like uh, I love my person But I just I have feelings for other people Or I love my person But I have feelings for the opposite sex Or I love my person But I can't see this like Every day before I die Whatever it is It's like Being honest with your partner is one thing But being honest with yourself Is the yeah. most important thing So really yeah. like look, look deep And look in And figure out What you want yeah.
1: What you need. I would also add, it's like remove a lot of stuff and make sure that this is what you want. Remove a lot of things and make sure this is what you want. There's something called the Coolidge effect. The Coolidge effect is like when you're surfing on on whatever, on Instagram, you're on the internet, and it's our, like something new excites humans. So if we see something new, then we get very excited about it and aroused by it. Okay, So if you, for a moment, like just put your phone down for a couple of days, and if you still have that feeling... That that's, what you, mm. that that's what you want, then okay. Also, it's a really hard, once the cake is baked, to kind of like be like, you know what? I'm going to, I need to like, let's improvise here and like rearrange what I already established, you know?
0: Yes. Indecent proposal. I mean, come on. Yes.
1: I think if you're lucky, you should be, be open
2: with yourself first. Like, you know, do I want this for sex? I want to have sex with other people or mm-hmm. uh, a different gender identity or do I want a am I missing something in my relationship that's a feeling thing of like I'm, I'm yeah. like as a person I still love my husband or wife and I am also in love with this person then that is a good yeah. fit in but if, if but in a relationship maybe you could talk about just wanting sex with other people yeah Asana. and you know
0: what it'll be okay It'll be hard, but it will always be okay. You dirty little bitch. Okay, this is the last and most important question. <laughs> I know. How does Jordan do it? Whatever, he has fun. Okay, last question. What should I look for in a couch?
1: Oh. Oh. Oh, my it's God. Hard. It's, hard. it's hard. It's hard. The
2: most comfortable, uncomfortable couch, because usually the best-looking couch is... You know, are very uncomfortable. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
2: So oh. yes,
0: we have a, mi- a mid-century modern furniture store. So I 100 agree. It was like nobody had booty in the 60s. It's like mm. where the fuck am I supposed to put this? Why do you right? think th- Sorry, most no, but Go why ahead. do you
1: think there was so much change in the 60s? People weren't. They were on their feet. <laughs> they were out in the streets marching. Okay. <laughs> No one was comfy They're like We gotta change this By the 70s You had the water bed And people were like Fuck it I'm done I'm checking out You know
0: Bitch I just got really good advice Not but Two years ago Sit in the couch first
1: Right But are you comfortable enough In in
2: the store I never feel like I still feel like I'm performing I can't really be honest Mm. Like It's good I love it Right I'm not actually being right. like, right. what are you actually going to be doing in this? Which is just being a filth yeah. monster. You're going to be <laughs> horizontal for hours on end. <laughs> so whatever the best looking stuff that will allow you to
0: not a filth monster. Yeah. No follow-up questions there. And mine is not necessarily a sit test, but it's a get-up test. Oh. Is it too low? Mm. These knees are old now. I've been tap dancing for the patriarchy for a long time. These titties are heavy. So do I need to push up? <laughs> you right. Push me up.
1: Sofas are also very cultural too. You know, it's like if it's if it's a it's an yes. it's an L-shaped brown one, I know it's black folks. You know, if it's <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have an L-shaped um dusty rose. All right.
1: All right. Gotta have that L shape, you know? I love it. Yeah. I love a good L. I love a good L.
2: If you do the two couch thing, like don't just face them towards each other. It's too much sure. Like uh. this is a conversation. The biggest one should yeah. be facing the TV, and then Ooh. get something that fits the side. Because all the time people are like, "The TV's off to the corner," and the two couches face each other for conversation. So Fuck dumb! You. It's <laughs> so that's
0: like you're just gonna do cocaine. Right. I don't understand that. <laughs> also, did you know a a love seat, which is you know obviously the two things, um, two seats, was originally intended for like bitches from Bridgerton
1: <laughs> courting, right?
0: To sit down in their big dress. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Ooh. Ooh, do it. Okay. Okay. Alone,
2: like advertised, or they 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 fill that out and then a gentleman caller sits down <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: next. <laughs> yes, yeah, <maison> alone. <laughs> yes, they sit in it alone while the gentleman callers come and you know ask them for their hand yes. and whatever the fuck
1: they, they do. They say, "May I hands. squire you about town, Milady Would you like to ride in my hansom?" My acreage.
0: Oh my! I love it when he gets jingle jangle on a bitch. You know Come it. on, yes.
1: Kwanzaa's real, bitches. So real. Although there, I've heard some people like they're they're like, get the TV out of the living room, okay? Like it should just be about conversation. Just that's what it's about, okay? So they rearrange the furniture accordingly. No. Imagine, yeah.
2: You should watch Michelle's many Netflix shows. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is
0: this is what I say you should look for in a couch. Sure. Definitely take measurements. Mm. Maybe hang a cool picture above your couch, or have like um what is it called a collage of mm. pictures as ew, well, right? Ew. So. I also think go to Pinterest. None of people really utilize Pinterest in a way that's helpful. Just throw in some keywords of like brown, leather, whatever the fuck, and just get some inspiration. Um, you could always find something that's a lot cheaper that looks just as good. Definitely do a sit test. And if you can't afford what you want... And if you're smart about it, open up a credit card, make sure that you pay it off monthly or just like do a one-time thing so you can build your credit by opening up that credit card, but you have to pay it off. Oh my God. Because um, I think it's like zero wow. percent down, no APR, whatever the fuck. So you can actually use that couch to build your credit because this is where we fucking, we live in America where we need credit to like. now
2: the couch, like, what are you doing? they're like building credit.
0: <laughs> exactly. 100 fucking percent. And it's like what you want to do? You want to have friends over? Or you just want to have one other person over? Do you have a dog? You should get something leather. Can I ask? You could also get go to Craigslist and uh, find something leather and oh, yeah. we and go on Jordan, I'm done. God, what's in this coffee? I just
1: want to ask this though. Do people get hung up on the labels of the couch too, right? It's just like like one I do. Day, Okay. By my office, there's Design Within Reach, ABC Home Carpet, and West Elm, right? And I'm like, one day I'm going to get it. I'm going to get them all. You know, like, I like. do you ever, like, Design Within Reach is an outlet near me, and it's still not within my reach. Like, do you yeah. ever just, you're just like, I want this. Like, Design Within Reach. It's really the Brandy Melville of, of couch stores,
2: because it's just for one <laughs> type of person. <laughs> it's just one size, and its size is rich.
1: Brandy Melville.
0: Like, look, sure, if you like design within reach, but I think more Americans really need to know the power of vintage Mm -hmm. to find something that's been so well done that it will appreciate while it's in your house is a big fucking deal. The minute you drive away from IKEA said store... You know, it's just fucking junk in the ocean. So, I don't know. Just fucking think about
2: it. What's the cutoff age where you can no longer bring in a street couch that looks fine? Oh, God. Those couches are on the street, and I'm like, I cannot believe that that was in someone's home seven days ago.
0: (laughs) 25. 25. I would say 25 to 28, depending on how you grew up. Yeah. But by 28, you definitely get your adult period. Mm -hmm. Mm. And yes.
2: You have no That's money cr- and you're Plus- under 25. <laughs> and if the couch is relative, like it should be like, oh, shit, that I can't believe some of it. That's clearly a very bad breakup because this was quick.
1: Then yes. First <laughs> of all, y'all are acting like you're too good for futons. Remember futons? Remember futon was oh, our yeah. best friend now? I have, I
0: have a okay, futon. Okay, but we're
1: acting like we're too good for futons now.
0: It's a Danish futon. But still, you know what? When I moved to L.A., mm-hmm for the five minutes I went there because hello, traffic and anxiety. I found a bunch of furniture on Craigslist. And when I went to go pick them all up, it was from people that were breaking up and or getting divorced.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: And so if you want the good good,
2: that's yes, know, get that divorce. Find yes. a relationship or if you like your friend's furniture, see if you can get them to divorce. Make it yes. Break
0: them up. We did it. We solved the crime.
2: Ask if they want to be in an open relationship and then just leave the party.
1: But what <laughs> if they what if they get back together? <laughs> yeah.
0: You guys have already written the movie and the sequel. Thank you so much, Moses, for being here. We always ask our guests, what is the most adult thing you want to do for yourself that you haven't done for
2: yourself yet this year?
1: Mm-hmm. Tell them.
2: Oh man. What's oh. the most adult thing I want to do to me. God? Uh, most grown oh,
1: ass thing you want to do?
2: Oh man, this is embarrassing. I want to find some sort of uh, something to believe in that puts the things uh-huh. in order, even if that is like that. a really good therapist or you know something very scientific. Um, mm-hmm. But or even a self help book, which I just can't get behind any of them. <laughs> this guy, um, but yeah, I think that's the most adult thing. Uh, I want to do But a year Putting a year cap on that That seems so stressful uh, But <laughs> yeah That's what I would want In a perfect world <laughs> Find something
1: to in. Actually I think I know First of all That's awesome
2: Uh-oh.
1: I think that's awesome Uh-oh. And fantastic And 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 That's a journey man That's That's quite a journey
0: Are you going to sing a song? Where are we no, going? No I just know
1: exactly where he is That's right. all I figured it out
0: Oh Okay that's so sweet. I really felt that. My cold, cold, tired ass heart, even through Zoom, felt that.
1: Listen, man, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it, dude. And, and once again, it was so amazing to work with you on everything's trash, dude. You're you're so funny, so talented, and it, working with you every every scene we had together is just. It was so cool, man. It, it felt like a just a great ping pong back and forth, and. um and you just raise the bar every time.
0: I love this. What yeah. Can I ask um character? What was your character in trash? Uh,
1: yeah. Do you want do you want to say or do you want me to say? Yeah, you say. Okay, your so own. um Moses played a character named Michael, and Michael is uh is Phoebe's uh roommate. And just kind of like at this point, uh Michael is just kind of like a magical character. And um he's definitely <laughs>
2: joke delivery.
1: And- joke delivery shortstop amazing, extraordinary, just like pinch hitter. Like, he's he's just that guy in the clutch.
2: We don't know how old he is, what his job is, what, what his room looks oh. like, what his parents are, but he's just you playing support. You're just, yeah.
1: I pitched so many ideas for what you do and what you're about. <laughs> I mean, just dashed on the rocks. Um, hopefully. I love it. It's just like, okay, he makes NFTs. He fucking, he's, hey, like, right? he's a it. dog walker. He's a fucking, you know. Right. Like, he flips
2: shoes like. on, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Absolutely. On a very hectic shoot. Thanks for being my big brother. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it no was very helpful in a lot of days in. that were very hard. So, you know. yeah.
0: Okay. Congratulations, guys. But so nice
1: talking to you. Bye. Bye. And that was Moses Storm. I mean, I feel good about it.
0: That was wonderful. It was funny. It was thought-provoking. It was real. It was raw. It was delightful. It's everything I would ever want in a motherfucking episode of Adulting. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. And like I said, no BS, no smoke, just like, he was one of those people that was fantastic to work with. And Mm -hmm. I think the wonderful part of comedy is like when we work with folks that you're just like, damn, that is a talent right there. And you don't know how much time or how many opportunities you'll have to be in the same room, same set, whatever with with Mm -hmm. people. But when you do, it's like, pinch yourself, take a moment, because that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Take a moment to enjoy how hard you've worked to be in this space,
1: Mm -hmm. and trust that you're in a winning team. They all feel the same way. Yeah, that was the best part of working with Moses. Was like, you're like, this guy's got it. Lines cold, improvs off to the side, got a bucket of things to work from. He's got Mm -hmm. it. He wants it as bad as you do. You know? Yeah. 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 Beautiful stuff. Great guy, Moses Stoff. I thought
0: you were going to be like, I feel the same way about you. I was like, aw. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, oh Jordan, God. how do
0: you not know what I'm thinking? I'm just kidding. This has been really fun. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And you know what? At the end of The View, they say, take time to enjoy The View. I say, take time and you go jerk off in the shower. All right.
1: Done. Oh, yuck. You're the one who said, you're said, to- <laughs> Bye. This has been an Exactly Right production. Our senior producer is Natalie Rin. Senior managing producer is Hannah Kyle Crichton. This episode was sound designed and mixed by Ryo Baum. Our guest booker is Patrick Kotner. Our theme song is by DJ Don Will.
0: Photography by Grijs van
1: Artwork by Jamie Bechtel.
0: Executive produced by Karen Kilgarra, Georgia Harstark, and Danielle Kramer.
1: Follow the show on Instagram at Adulting the pod.
0: Email your questions to adultingquestions at gmail.com.
1: Mm hmm. Follow Adulting with Michelle Buteau and Jordan Carlos on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you don't miss an episode.
0: If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. And visit ExactlyRightStore.com to purchase Adulting merch.